LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. This is the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast hosted by LifeWay. Ron's mission is to help church leaders become better leaders. And I'm your host, Chandler Vinoy. And Ron, in this episode, you're going to share one clue that you are leading a healthy team. So let's get started. What are we talking about here? Well, I've just learned over the years that there's just this one indicator that I'm leading a healthy team. Uh, I've said many times that good leaders never assume silence means everyone is is in agreement. And that's especially true when there's times of change. The leader can't assume everyone is on board uh, simply because they're not hearing any complaints. Um, on, On one extreme, people may feel there will be retribution for stating their opinion. The, um, the reality is leaders can often be intimidated just by position or title, and that's whether it's intended or not. On the other extreme, people may say, um, not say what's on their mind, simply believing it would be something the leader already knows. And, mm. and I always say, that's not true. I only know what I know. And if somebody doesn't bring it to my attention, I don't know it. But the leader doesn't always hear what they need to hear, which is why good leaders ask good questions. But there is one caveat to that principle, and I totally believe that principle. There's one caveat that we're talking about here, about one indication you serve on a healthy team. So what is the caveat? When a team is healthy, like when it's really healthy, so that the leader is approachable, team members know they're encouraged to participate in the discussion, if there's no organizational fear, no unresolved conflict, no underlying drama, when people on the team are not just there for a paycheck, but believe that that the, the mission is theirs and they love the team, when you lead a healthy team, here's the caveat, silence can be interpreted as agreement. Mm. Silence can be interpreted as agreement. Let me give you a, an ex- a real life example there. If, if you and your wife are at your healthiest place, now that's, you know, how many times does that happen? But if you're <laughs> at your healthiest place, you can assume if I'm not hearing you're upset about something that you're not upset about something mm. because we're on the same page. You would have told me if there was a problem. If I hurt your feelings, you know by now to let me know, you know, or, or if I'm running over you, I may do it for a week and, you know, that's a season, but it. Eventually, you're going to open up about that because we're at a healthy place. We have those kind of conversations. Silence on a healthy team can be interpreted as agreement. And, and there's a few ways to know, um, uh, a few ways that, that, that occurs. Freedom to challenge is present. Like, I can challenge this. I mean, I know that. I have the right to raise my hand and say, this is wrong. There's no fear of retribution. There's no... Um, no uh, power struggle there going on. You know, there's there's no one person in control managing everything. There's a spirit of cooperation. Uh, differences are celebrated. Everybody gets a, a voice at the team and everybody's valued on the team. Collaboration of ideas has been utilized. Uh, Sharing of thoughts is welcome. Those are just some indicators uh, of what creates this kind of environment. But when you're on a healthy team and people feel free to speak up when needed, so if they don't, you can often assume they are in agreement. 
just even you hearing this, this, it takes a lot of work to get to this place. Oh, yes. And maybe somebody's listening is like, well, that's not my situation. <laughs> uh, silence is disagreement. Yeah. But for you, you're saying, hey, this is the caveat. If you're on a healthy team, silence is agreement. So have you seen this play out? Maybe somebody's sitting there going, I don't believe you. <laughs> yeah, I have. Not very often. I'll be candid. It's only been a few times in my leadership career, and it's usually when I've been somewhere long enough, and I don't get to stay anywhere long because I get you know, let go. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> I always say I can't keep a job. But I've been in a lot of transitions, a lot of uh, revitalizations, church planning, that sort of thing. And so it takes a, it, this takes time to develop that trust. It, uh, to be honest, it came quicker in church planting because we started together. Mm-hmm. And so we had a lot of chips shared on the table. It took more time in church revitalization because it took time for them to maybe there had been seasons that were bad before. Or, you know, uh, you, you come in and you have this this conversation where you say, hey, I'm going to trust you and that sort of thing. And we're going to mutual trust that we've talked about before. And so you, you, you uh, it, that takes time. You know, it takes time to develop. So it, I would say it takes time to develop this. I haven't seen it very many times. But when I have seen it, it's a beautiful place to be. That I know if we're walking down the hallway with each other, if you had a problem with me, you would let me know. Now, let me back up from that and say, you may not get achieve that with everyone on your team, but you should be able to achieve it with your direct reports to the people closest to you. Mm. I had somebody uh, yesterday who was an associate pastor for me, an executive pastor for me, called yesterday. And going through a few things in his personal life now, we, we've both gone on to other things. But he calls and he says, I know you're a safe place. I want to th- share with you some things. Okay, thank you. Uh, we are. I am a safe place, and so I'll go ahead and tell you now what he's struggling. No, I'm just, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Note to self: Do not tell Ron anything. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He trusted me because we developed that level. So I knew that if if there was a problem, he was going to let me know that. Yeah. I also tried to develop that with, uh, let's say, with our elders or with our finance committee. So I know if you're if you're seeing things that you don't feel good about, you're probably going to raise your hand and say, I don't know. So you may not be able to achieve it with with everybody on the team, but you can achieve it with those closest to you, the ones you have to work with the most, just like you would with your spouse, with your kids, with your with your family. But a good evaluation question for the leaders, ask yourself, what does silence on my team indicate? If if people are aren't pushing back against any change, if they're not really here you're not hearing all the complaints, what does that really mean? And, of course, I hope that means that you're leading a healthy team. Yep. Well, somebody listening to this, and I know we don't have time to unpack all of this, but just to to put them on the right direction. Mm -hmm. Somebody goes, I just asked that question to myself, and it means Mm -hmm. I'm not leading a healthy team. Yeah. They silences that they wish they could say something. If you could just give like two to three ways to lead your team into a place where, man, silence does mean agreement because – we have these things that you just talked about. What are some ways to really push your team into this direction? Well, a couple of things. One, I would say it starts with a conversation of literally having this conversation. I've told uh, guys, uh, pastors, leaders, it could be male, female. I, I've told people before, sometimes it's okay to go into your team and say, look, we've had a hard season and I realize it's not wonderful right now. Let's start over. Let's let's give each other grace and begin again. I want to earn your trust. I want to trust you. Let's just start over. Have this kind of conversation with your team so that they hear, I don't want you feeling 
that way. I literally just had this conversation. I'm working with a couple of churches. I literally just had this conversation uh, this morning with somebody who serves on a staff and, and does not feel valued and does not feel appreciated. And I said, you have every right to expect that hmm. and to feel that way. Yep. And so raise your hand and, and, and say that. But that is... Um, um, it, that it begins with a conversation of just ha- having this dialogue. Look, I want to have this type of environment. It may mean, depending on how uh, damaged things are, that it may mean you want to do an anonymous kind of survey and let people anonymously. I've done that a number of times where they get to evaluate the organization and me anonymously and just say, here's here's what I see. Here's what here's how I feel. Lots of questions, and I've got some blog posts about that on my on my uh, blog. Uh, and th- and then third, it could be, and this is not a sales job on this one, mm-hmm. that you need an outside person coming in, and that's one of the places that I've been able to come in and help some churches and and some teams, and and I've done this in the business world too. You may need an outside voice coming in to kind of have some open dialogues, maybe around you or maybe with you to try to get to the bottom of why silence cannot be interpreted as agreement. Yeah. Even as you're saying that, I'm, I'm putting myself in that shoes of inviting anonymous feedback around the organization yeah. myself. Um, I would just even say it starts with humility. Yeah. And even as you're saying that, you need to learn what is it like to be across the table from me? Yeah. Is there things that I have shot down in the past? Um and open communication. And that's a tough place to get to, but I appreciate you leading this conversation even for, for somebody to have those, maybe those evaluations that come down the road or just honesty and open feedback. And, so. and let me just be candid. This is, the these aren't easy, okay? None of this is easy. Leadership is not easy. Uh, so this is not, I'm not pretending that this is an easy thing. <laughs> these are hard conversations. But none of us will also wants to lead, want to lead an unhealthy situation. Yeah. And none of us want, at the end of the day, to go home miserable every day, you know, which it makes the team miserable, it makes us miserable. We take that home and our home's miserable. None of us want to live that way. So sometimes you've got to get through the hard work in order to get to the health. Hmm. That's helpful. Thank you for listening. We hope this has been helpful to you and your leadership. And if you're enjoying these episodes, please help us by liking, sharing, reviewing, subscribing. It helps other leaders like yourself find the podcast. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast. For more information about Ron, check out ronedmondson.com. For more leadership resources from Lifeway, check out leadership.lifeway.com.